재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul and on streaming platforms all around the world. We like to take a sneak peek into the lives of two multicultural couples each week. It's our own little radio reality show called Global Family. We are joined once again by an Austrian husband and a Korean wife by the name of Mika Karczewski and Sujin Jong, and an Australian wife named Nicola Guan and Beefcake Magazine pinup model of the month, <laughs> Sun Hong Guan, who is going viral. Every day. We've talked about this before. Your six-month body transformation program was wildly successful, and even some of the real big viral platforms are picking up your story. You've noticed that, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Some of the big ones are now. (laughs) And his Instagram, which is easily checkable. I think you can go to My Korean Husband, right? Yes. this morning, once again, shaming me, he's doing uh, one-handed push-ups. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I, that? I complained about this because like, I had a good mood in the morning. I know. And then I saw this. I can't even do it with you both know, hands. I took the stairs at the subway, so I'm proud of myself. Mm. And there's Sun Hong doing hand-behind-the-back shirtless yeah. push-ups. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm sorry about Will that. The, <laughs> is the gloating going to continue? I was a um, little bit tired in the morning so i just wanted to do warming up my body so get that uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it is amazing um the 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 video and all the pictures you've put up um i'm going to continue to kid you about it but it's uh <laughs> it is inspiring i mean it's a quite amazing mm-hmm. and um i didn't really notice that soon Hong all of those months was ever crabby or upset or did you ever notice was he ever in a bad mood i was very patient with him yeah <laughs> yeah um there was times that he, I could see his mood would dip and it was because of, you know, more restricted diet and and uh, exercising a lot. But I think in general, he wasn't so restricted that he was in a terrible, terrible yeah. mood. It was more of like a whole lifestyle change and just eating healthier rather than being too restricted. One of these days when we've got, you know, more time specifically for that, let's talk about what you did because it's very interesting. I think a lot of people want to probably follow in your footsteps, right? <laughs> um I didn't eat and I exercised, but I mean on a detailed level, uh, you know, what you chose to eat. You had, a lot of, you had a lot of dubu, didn't you? Yes, I had a lot of tofu and toma- tomatoes yeah. and um, chicken breast. Chicken breast. There you go. Lots of vegetables. Gotta love right? that tak Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk today a little bit about the respective stereotypes um, about our countries and how that kind of comes into the mix, especially when you guys met each other and got to know each other. Where should we start? I mean... Australia, I can't think of any stereotypes. <laughs> you, have, you have mentioned Crocodile Dundee before. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a knife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that, I mean, the Crocodile Dundee, even back then, was exaggerated, but yes. is, mm. does it still have whiffs of truth to it today? I'd, I would say, like, very little. I think that movie was very much sort of catered to Americans and what Americans wanted to think Australia was like. Yeah. Because I've never met somebody that is like that character. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, certainly, you know, there's certainly, you know, strong characters in Australia and there's certain accents and things that we do, but not, mm. that was a little bit off, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what is it, 20 years ago, 25 years ago? Probably More. like 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, which... Which stereotype do you think is is the strongest? I mean, in a way, if your country has a stereotype, it means you've kind of made it 
your country's image is out there and people have an instant association mm. even if it's not necessarily accurate right yeah yeah a lot of people think australia is hot all the time it's hot all the yeah. time we go to the beach all the time we're athletic we drink a lot of beer those type of ones and they all have like a grain of truth but australia is a very big country with a lot of different climates and not everybody lives near the beach and we do drink a lot of beer but not, <laughs> but not that certain brand that there's a certain brand that Americans think is Australian Australian but it's not. for beer but it's Without not it's not campaign. you <laughs> can't get that in Australia like if I know, you go into I know. a pub they'll be like what are They'll you talking you. about <laughs> I've heard that before I will I will tell you this I've never met an Australian who doesn't surf are you the first lots of lots of us don't surf you, but we you, all swim that's okay. the thing like mm. we're all swimmers do you surf no, I can't. Okay, well, you're the first. <laughs> so that stereotype is broken. Mika from Austria. Yeah, I like this. Not to be confused with Australia. <laughs> oh, Sound of Music. Every Austrian hates it. And like, oh, really? I, I, I believe like most Austrians even didn't watch the movie. Yeah. And we have this like wrong perception that we were like Lederhosen and mm. Dientel all the time. Yeah, Lederhosen is fairly straightforward. Those are leather pants. Yeah, leather pants, yes. Uh, that's like in every postcard about Germany, that's what you see. Uh, a portly <laughs> yeah, man in Lederhosen yeah, and exactly. uh, with that feather hat. Yeah. But exactly Dendl, you said Dendl, what is that? Uh, Dendl is like the for the woman, it's the the dress for women, it's the Dendl. Ah, so like when the woman comes to you at Oktoberfest, which it's, is in Germany, not Austria, yes. uh, with the gigantic steins of beer. Yes, exactly. That's the dress she's wearing. She wears a Dendl, yes. That's a Dendl. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, I just used a Germany Oktoberfest to apply to Austria. You must get a lot of overlap. Yeah, this is also like a, in, in, in Europe, we've been mistaken for Germans. Sure. It's like mm. annoying a little bit. Yeah. And here in Korea, we've been, let's say, like, um, um, how you call this? Everybody thinks you're Australian. Yeah, we are Australian, right? Like, oh, really? Like, I'm saying, I'm from Austria. And then oh, they say, Australia. like, oh, Australia. Well, I really mate? like Australia. Say, no, 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 no. It's, <laughs> it's Austria. We did a whole segment on that when we very first <laughs> yes, met each other, yes. uh, clarifying the difference between Austria and Australia. But I imagine, because it's the same language, it's German, yes. right across the border from Germany. You guys are sort of the Canadians of the German-speaking space, right? Because Canadians yes, and Americans get... Yes. Somehow like Does that mean you're, you're nicer? Is that what it is? <laughs> like we say, we're nicer, yes. But if you ask a German, it would be the other way around. Uh, German, within the German space, they it's kind of like snobbier and more cosmopolitan the further north you go. And more friendly and beer drinking and outdoorsy. Uh, yeah, like especially Vienna is mm. like... Like notoriously known for being Culture. a little bit unfriendly yeah. and how you say a little bit snobbish. So Viennese um, waiter, they are not very kind to the yeah. customer. Ah. So they're a little bit like, ah, I don't like the day today. Like always somehow in a bad mood. This is a Viennese <laughs> thing. Well, you have such stark differences in geography, sizes of towns and stuff in a compact space, right? Mm -hmm. So you can go from these very, very world-class urban centers like Vienna mm -hmm. to little, they call them Kudorf in, uh, in German, right? Cow, cow village. Cow village. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> in the mountains. Um, did you uh, have any stereotypes, Sujin, when you first met? Because uh, you guys met in Australia. Yes. Uh, and he <laughs> says, I'm from Austria. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know so much about Austria personally, so I just knew the movie Sound of Music, yes. and I also know Mozart. Yes. So I I assume somehow the Austrians are music lovers. Mm-hmm. Did um, uh, Mika pull out a guitar and sing Edelweiss to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's listening to German hip hop. <laughs> but, but German hip hop, like not Austrian hip hop. Okay. Thing. Is there Austrian hip hop? There is, but uh, they're not so good. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Too much yodeling. Uh, we had to squeeze in yodeling jokes we do that every week it's kind of like the the crocodile dundee knife yeah (laughs) um but when you first met him he says i'm from austria sound of music pops into your head Mm -hmm. and also like um i knew that um there are a lot of uh, beautiful natures because it's it's also somewhere alps so i was Mm -hmm. expecting clean nature and music Love and I don't know. <laughs> it's more friendly. It's yodeling. a clean country, like very nature friendly. So. It's very ecologically yes. minded, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, Austria, Germany too. You meet Sujin, Mika. Yeah. Hello, I'm from Korea. <laughs> what pops into your head? What's the little cartoon bubble uh, that pops into your my head? My first thing, like about Koreans, was like they eat dogs. So this was oh, uh, no. like very bad, and I was like. Very, I say, positively surprised when I came to Korea and was looking out, where is this dog restaurant? There is none. Mm. I've been told there are. You can find them. In fact, we did a whole thing on this about a week or two ago, this sort of, you know, Korea, where's where's its position? Where's its mentality on dogs? And it is Mm. split in different contexts. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that that's one of the first things that popped Mm -hmm. into your head. That's kind of a PR problem in a way Mm -hmm. for Korea. But it's um, also like China has, I guess, a similar problem. So it's not a Korean thing. I guess it's an Asian thing. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember, Nicola. Had you met Soon Hong first or come to Korea first? Which of the two happened? I, I met him in Sydney first, but I already had Korean friends. So by the time I met him, I had a pretty good idea. And when I first met Koreans, I actually didn't really know much about K-pop. or It was quite a while ago, so there wasn't sort of as many stereotypes then. So I sort of mostly started with a clean slate and then could sort of learn from there. So I didn't have any huge stereotypes, but Koreans very quickly taught me about kimchi. Do you know kimchi? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like kimchi? <laughs> and was it too spicy for you, as many Koreans will allege? Uh, that, well, they washed off the spice for me in oh, the really? beginning, and then I got used to it. So. I, you know, as cliche as it sounds, um, my very first interest in Korea was kimchi. I wow. mean, I was in Hong Kong. Didn't know a whole lot about I came to know Korean news and stuff later. But man, I would buy kimchi every day with my lunch. <laughs> it's, it's one of the best things. So it's great soft power. Um, you meet Soon Hong, this beautiful Australian woman. And uh, forget what you think of her personally. What pops into your head about where she's from and her culture? What kind of stereotypes about Australia did you have? Uh, before I come I before you Australia? came to know Australia and uh, Nicola um, I thought Australian people are all white and uh, I also thought like Australia is really hot country and I thought there there's only one season mm. and um, also I thought uh, they have uh, kangaroos and koalas as their pet <laughs> so they just, like, like dogs they just go out with their you know, kangaroos kangaroo and koalas leash. on their <laughs> shoulder or something that's what I thought and also they are good at swimming because they always have uh, gold medals on on the mm. Olympics so. oh, yeah, that one true. is true <laughs> you must have fielded Nicola a lot of um, 
kangaroo questions. Yeah, it's in Korea when people like here. I'm I'm from Australia. One of the first things is the kangaroo. Oh, kangaroos or oh, koalas? That used mm. to be my question for every. You know, <laughs> when I was younger and I would meet an Australian, I'd, have you seen a kangaroo? Yeah, it was so exotic. A lot of Americans also would ask, um, like, you know, did we ride kangaroos to school? That type of thing. Like, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, kangaroos. I remember the first time I saw a kangaroo when I first went to uh, Australia. It was it was a thrill. All right, we've saved the best for last. Korean stereotypes. <laughs> uh, there are none of those, are there? Oh, there are many. I Tons see. Tons of them. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sujin, uh, let's start with you. What uh, Korean stereotype have you faced in the world? Um, a lot of people ask me if I'm good at math, uh-huh. um, and also um, if I played taekwondo. And yeah, like th- every green. No yes. <laughs> What's the answer to those two questions? I bet they're both yes. No. No. <laughs> both no. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was not much fit to the people's stereotype. And they also expect um, me somehow to be shy in front of them because this uh, they have this Asian woman being mm. shy sort of also stereotype. Uh, yeah. But A bit um, submissive perhaps. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But I've not really, I'm not mm. really matched with any of this. So. I was mm. disappointing. <laughs> so when I when I met Sujin in Australia, and I thought all Korean women are like her, and then I came here, and it was totally opposite. And he said, "I better focus on this one." Yeah. <laughs> Suno, what kind of um, mm. stereotypes have you faced? Gangnam Style. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then when I was fat, and people asked me like, "You you are the brother of Sai or something?" Ooh, that's like, gonna uh, hurt. A lot of people in Australia, a lot of people, especially because he worked at a casino, so there was a lot of different people coming in, and a lot of people would be like, oh, Sai, Gangnam Style, oh, you Sai? Especially if he wore sunglasses or something. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I could, I mean, loosely I could picture that kind of working. Because he's Korean. Because he's, you know, (laughs) Korean. I mean, just put a pair of sunglasses on, almost any Asian could look like Sai, right? Yeah, and they ask me if I can dance Gangnam Style or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, same thing like Taekwondo or do you like K-pop? I listen to K-pop sometimes, but I'm not really keen to, you know, listening to K-pop stuff. And um, do they do the plastic surgery or everyone? Mm. But, you know, some people does, but it's not like every single person yeah. do the plastic surgery in Korea. I mean, not all stereotypes are mean spirited mm. right mm. surely when you brought when you introduced the idea that you were getting involved with this person from another culture perhaps even your parents had um, little benign stereotypes did you i mean your parents probably nicola didn't uh, nicola didn't really know a lot about korea did they have any preconceived notions um i think they knew they knew a little bit so i think for them it's been a big learning experience but that is sort of one of the questions that people like as intercultural couples like what did your parents think what did your parents sure. think so that's one of the questions that we actually do get we do get a lot and people are almost disappointed when we say oh no our parents our parents are fine with mm-hmm. it you can almost see their faces mm-hmm. drop like they, they want to yeah. see the scandal of like mm-hmm. we were forbidden to get married mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a persistent stereotype that perhaps korean parents in particular Mm-hmm. Might not be thrilled about um, an intercultural, transcontinental mm-hmm. marriage. They would probably prefer that you stay within the tribe. At least that's a, a notion. <laughs> right? You know, uh, was was that the case, Sujin, with your parents? Yeah, my parents were not so. How can I say? Welcoming Mika from the first time, they were more um, concerned because when 
when they think of Western people, specifically Western guys, they have a certain image in their head. They might be a little bit lousy in a certain way uh-huh. and probably not so, um, how can I say, committed, something mm. like this. So my parents were at the beginning a little bit concerned, but um, after they get to know Mika, Mika, um, they, they really liked him because he is the most conservative um, Westerner they've ever met. <laughs> so, there is like a little that. bit of a perception, let's, let's phrase this carefully, uh, with, with, you know, Western guys, mm-hmm. they get sort of a fever. They are superficially attracted to uh, Asian women. That's the stereotype. Mm-hmm. And perhaps uh, there's this perception that they're not necessarily in it to commit mm-hmm. uh, to have a deep relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that kind of bias in a way uh, uh, mm-hmm. against a Western guy in an Asian environment. I, I was also confronted with my friends and they said, they ha- I have this yellow fever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Sujin was my one and only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then also and for uh, a lot of white women. Uh, people can be like, oh, so you like K-pop? You know, you're into K-dramas. Mm. You went to Korea to find a Korean husband. It's like, no, it's not. He's my Hallyu husband. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Hallyu wave. He's my Gongyu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although you, you are getting famous now, Sunong, so you may have to deal with these kind of allegations. You know, yeah. that uh, Nicola is just chasing you for your washboard abs and your, your photo reel. I loved him when he was fat. <laughs> I loved him when he was doughy. Look, I've got the pictures to prove it. How about now that you're a unit, you're a couple... You must get sort of joint stereotypes in a way, right? I mean... Yeah, there's always a stereotype that um, international relationships will break up more easily, that mm. type of thing. There's a stereotype in Korea that multicultural families get a lot of government benefits and that type of thing. Ah, I hadn't so, thought of that. So sometimes we have negative... Uh, in, people have negative perceptions like that. Mm. That's interesting. So if you stay in Korea, you guys will... Uh, qualify for various multicultural couples. There's really not that much. It's not really a gravy train, is it? <laughs> no, I mean, no. It's like a little bit of instruction and classes yeah. and stuff like that, yep. right? Mm. I, I don't understand why Korean people are getting like a little bit upset about this because like in Austria there's way more support for mothers and families. Yeah, in Australia as well. So I don't, you know, I don't feel it. so I say so pumped up that I get here a little <laughs> yeah, right? support. Yeah. Like, it's way less than in Austria. So yeah. Um, you have a child on the way mm. in November, Nicola. Mm. Um, I guess people might speculate what the child will look like. And That's the other thing, mm. you know. Oh, your child's going to be <sighs> beautiful. I can't wait to see your child. They're going to be so beautiful. I'm like, Everybody what, says if, that. what if they're not? They're not. <laughs> if they're not handsome or pretty, then... I don't know. What should I do? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> I don't... I don't see how that could be an eventuality <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it's going to be a, a a mixed child in appearance and i don't know some people actually put mixes up on a pedestal in a way right? yes as well there's um you know there's modeling and that type of thing it's a really double-edged sword in korea where children um can be bullied at school but at the same time have a modeling job you know mm-hmm. it's a really mm-hmm. contrast of uh people's opinions about it and if you stay in Korea and raise your child here, uh, even at the youth level, the preschool level and kindergarten and all that, kids take stereotypes from their, their parents That's unknowingly right. and from their society. Yeah. So there's always the risk that uh, the child will get bullied. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the question people ask. Perhaps ask in both countries. Mm-hmm. In Australia, maybe the kid would get bullied yeah, too. It depends yeah. where they are. If they're in a very countryside area, then they could be bullied there as well. So. Mm. I just think mm. raise them in a loving home and do the best you can. Yeah. Mm. Mika and Sujin, as a um, Austrian-Korean couple, 
Have you faced together stereotypes or are they uh, sort of targeted at your individual kind of uh, cultural background? Um, I guess it's, I don't know if it's just in Korea or generally in Asian culture, but um, me as being Asian and dating um, European or Western guys, they always um, consider me some sort of, you are the, you because you want to move. You're, you're after uh, the visa. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, or because you want, you don't want to be here or something like mm. this, but it's not totally true. And every time I told them, we were settled down here in Korea, mm. all Mika's friends are shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and people also don't expect us to have a baby here and also raise them because mm. they think that, you know, I will somehow chase the better system somewhere else but it's mm. totally not true yeah mm-hmm. like in my in my case like there is this wrong perception that um when i have a asian wife or asian girlfriend that i couldn't hook up with a western yeah. girl mm. so like ah uh, your failure in the west yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> even like last time i was in austria i met old school friends and they even teased me like yeah you needed to go to to, to asia to find your wife and i was uh-huh. like come on yeah no mm. um and then, and then they meet Sujin and they're like, okay, I think I'll keep my mouth closed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, well, let's throw out. We've got a little bit uh, more time. What, what are some other sort of uh, stereotypes we can throw out there? Mika, I would presume you being from Austria, you are a, an expert slalom skier, jumping over <laughs> moguls and spinning around. Like on because your... we are a world-class skiing nation. Yes. And like Winter Olympics, we dominate. But mm. in, my, in my case, I never even skied. So I'm. You've never skied. I never skied. Now that's bizarre. That is bit, like <laughs> in my case, like we, I come out from a Polish family, so in Poland it's not so popular. Uh-huh. And my dad always said the the school can't force me to do things, so <laughs> wow. I, I stayed home when my class went out for skiing. And I, but I was also not interesting in skiing, so uh. that's amazing. I'm I'm amazed to. That's like an Australian that doesn't surf. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. I swim. <laughs> swimming. We get so many gold medals in swimming. Uh, yeah, and um, you know uh, all the all the different food stereotypes. Koreans, of course, have their kimchi and their spicy stuff. There's not really a food stereotype for Australia, is there? It's Vegemite. Vegemite. <laughs> I can forget that. That's a brand name. We can't say it. But was, we all know. I mean, the black stuff. Yeah, that black <laughs> stuff. God knows how they distill that stuff. It's just uh, like they scrape the like the yeast off the bottom of beer barrels. I think is how that's it basically started. the essence of it. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh-huh. It's an acquired <laughs> taste. The way sort of it's basically an Australian jang, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. It it's you either like it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess if, if you're into really salty stuff, do you uh, have you gotten to like Vegemite? You're Korean. You like jangs. Yeah, uh, but like in the beginning when I dated Nicola, I pretend that I like it, but I don't really like it. Because it's not really tasty. It's really weird. Really? I I will side with you, Nicola. Uh, I am a big fan of that stuff. If you have it on a piece of toast with a ton of butter, Butter, and not too much, you can easily overdo it. it. Uh, And then a good cup of tea or a hot cup of coffee. Exactly, exactly. And you've got sort of your (laughs) mix of things right there. Yes. And uh, we will save uh, schnitzels and strudels for perhaps a future date. We'll talk about those. (laughs) As an Austrian, you must have eaten a mountain. We really love, and we eat it a lot. So this is true. This is really true. All right, guys, there's some stereotypes. Thank you all very much once again for coming in. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.